Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. I'm happy to inform you that as we move into our second story arc, we will be joined for a few episodes by Steve Mayhew, who will be playing the Dawncast mercenary Flowing Delta. This week is also the first week we are coming to the table with our new microphone setup, so our audio quality should be much improved. That's all of this week's bookkeeping out of the way, so let's get into the action. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals walked creation together, two months had passed since the unceremonious disappearance of Rizzo, and signs of drought were starting to appear in Zhao Wei. Under a pall of gloom, Godwin and Ajax opened their doors to business for the first time. Just what would they find waiting for them? So... It has been two months since Rizzo disappeared in the middle of the night, leaving only a note for Rizzo, or for Ajax and Godwin. It has not rained a day since Rizzo left. It was the height of monsoon season, and there has not been a drop of rain since then in the last two months. What have Godwin and Ajax been up to? Let's start with Godwin. Well, uh, I've been making up for that monsoon there, because the tears from my face are so powerful. And then I went on a spiritual quest and got an accent. (laughs) I've just been hugging this pine cone. It's not the same. Eyes or no eyes. Of course it's eyes. It's Rizzo. (laughs) And what has Ajax been doing with the last two months? Well, I've just been taking some time off work, and I've been spending a lot of time with my box turtle. Okay, so... All of your investigations have basically come to a halt for the last two months, I'm understanding? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, without our third member, we kind of just stopped working. She was the only one that was doing work anyway. That is definitely true. Uh, I know that Godwin had some paperwork problems that he never really sorted out. Nope. He was really bad with the bureaucracy yep. aspects of running a small business. Yep. I lived in the countryside. I didn't I didn't know how to read. <laughs> how all you city slickers do business. <laughs> foreign to me (laughs) okay i think that it would make sense for us to then open on the day where at least just for one day godwin and ajax are flipping the sign on the agency from closed to open sweeping off those muddy muddy uh pine needles from the from the floor Godwin and Ajax are opening the doors. It's a hot day out. Where have you been, Godwin? Haven't seen you around for a while. Uh, you know that uh, that special closet that we uh, talked about? Ah, uh, uh, yes, yes. The, the cry closet? Yeah, I've been in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been a really tough time. Uh, and just me and my Rizzo Pineco. I named it Rizzo. It's been intimate. I'm glad you found use for it. I couldn't. <laughs> I know, it's my only company, because you've been, you know, doing your own thing, and I've just been myself. Yeah, I can tell. (laughs) And I can't even play my recorder right, because it doesn't respond well. You know, wood doesn't respond to water very well, and I've just been crying nonstop, because Rizzo's gone, and I don't know what to do. (laughs) Start by breathing. And then act a little more normal. We might actually get some business today. And I I really need some cash. Yeah, I'm pretty broke too. So what are some of the various frivolous expenses you guys have engaged in since Rizzo has left that have led you to the cusp of bankruptcy? Well, there's a shrine in the left corner entirely dedicated to her. And uh, it's got a gold cup for the pine cone whenever we're not embracing it. 
whenever Godwin is not embracing it. I have no part in embracing the pine cone. I'm aware that I'm fully involved in most of the affection. I know. Huh? Yeah, it's got a, a a beautiful photo of her and uh, Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice, and it, it's very special to us here in the office. I've been spending my money on books to read to my box turtle. That's Getting a strange way smart. to pronounce hookers. <laughs> I'm going to read these hookers to my box turtle. <laughs> I know what you do. No, you don't. We can bring him into the office. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> no, I'm saying that you do. That's how I know, because I'm crying in the back until two in the morning. So that was you. That's me. That wasn't the hooker sobbing. That was me. Oh. Okay. Okay. Business. It's blooming. So shrines and books are where most of this has gone. Air quotations. Books. Uh, bookers. Bookers. Yes. The witty ones. <laughs> High class bookers. <laughs> With this argument over Ajax's spending of his vital funds... There enters a slight, somewhat stooped, 30-ish-year-old figure who enters the office. They've got a nose that once was well set, but now sits awkwardly and crookedly to the left. Uh, Hey, hey guys. Um, I, I saw you guys were open. It's... Um, it's been a while. I, I know you guys, uh, mostly, um, you guys mostly talk to Ricard, but I, I had some business I wanted to discuss with you guys. This is Birch. Oh, I totally forgot about that guy. Yeah, that was obvious. That tends to be a habit of mine to do. How are you feeling, Birch? I'm doing okay. Um, you know, I haven't really left the city since... What happened a couple months ago? You know, it's it's been kind of crazy, but R- Ricard and I have, have talked about it, and we've decided it's best if I don't go on exciting archaeological adventures anymore. That makes the most sense. Keep yeah. you out of trouble. Yeah. Speaking of which, I wanted to talk to you guys about my find. Ooh, that uh, sounds mysterious and exciting. Tell us all about it. Well, the the one that led to... The idol, which led to me getting kidnapped, which led to me getting kicked in the face and having my nose broken. Oh, you're that guy. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm that guy. <laughs> anyway, since I'm not really doing that adventure archaeology thing anymore, I figured I'd you know, let you guys know about the the spot out in the forest where, well, I did most of my excavating. There's a there's this wonderful old pyramid and kind of a complex around it that it's nestled way deep up there. It's a it's north by northwest, and it's gonna take you probably about two days to trek to trek on up there. But it's a, an incredible golden pyramid. You know, I found that that idol there, and it, it looked like there might have been more in that place that I could have uh, scrounged up and and sold. But you know, things being as they were, uh, I never got the chance to go back. Can you show us the way? I don't think that Ricard would be comfortable with that. Can you give us a map? I mean, I'm not a cartographer, but I can I can do my best. He takes out a a scroll that he has at his side and lays it out over your beautiful rustic wooden table <laughs> dipped it into ink and kind of starts scribbling out a map he anchors the map with a squiggly kind of uncertain line that signals the length of the tepu river uh, over which the city of jawe sits and he draws a couple of other familiar local landmarks and Kind of a little bit beyond there, up to the north by northwest, he draws a little X 
Um, yeah, so I think it's gonna be, uh, it's up o- over around here, if, if my memory serves. I was gonna let you guys, uh, know about it sooner, but I haven't seen you guys around, so. But yeah, I, I've heard that the forests have been a little, uh, agitated lately, so I'd be careful if you guys decide to, to go looking. Well, of course we're gonna go looking. Yeah, I really need money. Yeah, we're, we're, you know, I need, uh, I need some more money to pour into Rizzo's memory because she's not here. Oh, Keep are it together, Godwin. Oh, you're talking. You're talking to yourself. I was gonna offer you some support, but it seems like you've kind of got that one sorted out. Yeah, don't worry about him. He's just like that. Well, I I don't think that just because someone's just like that, it means that you should you should let them drive themselves into a deep state of emotional turmoil. That that seems a little bit dysfunctional. Oh, that's fine. That's just what we always do with Godwin. I'm fully functional like this. If if you say so. I, I was also going to bring you guys like a thank you basket, but I I bought it a while ago and all the goods all the goods went bad. The goods are no good. I'm sorry. You can go. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I guess I'll be seeing myself out then. And he kind of awkwardly stands up. Gives you guys an awkward little bow, and then he turns and walks out the door. You guys have this map. Apparently, well, I don't know how to read this. Can't you see? That's the river right there. I can't see through my tear-ridden eyeballs. No, I mean, I really don't know how to read a map. That's okay. I can guide us there. Yeah, you don't think we should, like, maybe bring someone else? I don't really trust us. I, yeah, I don't trust you enough. I think I need a, we need a third person to go on this quest. Oh, I, I I think the, like, shop three doors over is, like, I heard that if you knock, like, three times on, like, the left wall, then you can, like, hire help. No, you just, you just say um, help three times into the mirror that's on the left of the door. Oh, I thought that was how you called out witches, but okay. Okay, maybe I got my facts wrong. Well, we should go do that. Uh, you can go do that. No, I'm not going to mess with any witches. Fine, I'll go with you. So, you guys see yourselves down to Marvelous Mitsushi's Magnificent Mercenaries, which is the name of the shop three doors down. (laughs) It's less a shop than it is just a mercenaries organization. What do you guys do? Um, <laughs> it's got some pretty wide, um, it's basically got a small porch out front where a couple of muscly looking strong dudes are leaning against railings. Oh man, There's those windows. guys look muscly. There's some windows that lean back into the shop where there's just kind of racks on racks of weapons and stuff. <clears throat> hey, you looking for some muscle? Like a reasonable amount of muscle. Yeah, like a moderate amount. Moderate muscle. Well, you're in the the optimal place for medium to large-sized muscles in the greater Jiaowei region. Uh, what what would we have to 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 contribute to get a a, a medium muscle? I mean, we're definitely going to need some money. Money is generally the going the going thing for for mercenary help. Do you need that up front? Can I roll for charisma? You can roll, yeah, a charisma plus presence check. Okay, so charisma plus presence? Yep. Nine. Okay. And you get plus three because you have your recorder. What am I trying to beat? You're trying to beat two. I've <laughs> <laughs> got twelve. Eleven. Um, how many tens was that? Was that just five tens? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just rolled five tens. I'm very charismatic, I'll have you know. Uh, well, look, yes, generally you have to pay up front, but I've heard tale about a guy who's a little lax with his policies. Say he's willing to do anything. Is he medium muscle or large muscle? I mean, he's medium muscle, but he packs a punch. Sounds good to me. How about you, Ajax? Sounds perfect. Work when we meet him. Hey guys, I'm flowing Delta. I, I heard thought he'd sound cooler than that. I need... I heard you need some help, and you can shut up. I sound cool <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> See, 
Packs a punch, dropping F-bombs left and right. So at this point, we should actually give a brief description of all of the characters to refresh the listeners on what everybody looks like. Let's start with Flowing Delta, who's just kind of introduced himself. Um, so Flowing Delta is a, uh, a bald, medium-muscled, <laughs> kind of average-looking dude. He's He's got a pretty pretty nice beard but uh but other than that he's pretty average excellent what arms slash armor does he have on his person uh night plate mail okay and i got my giant dire lance excellent does your dire lance have a name phil phil okay (laughs) phil the dire lance i'm assuming that's f-i-l-l yes because you use it to fill people with a spear (laughs) You fill people with him. Godwin. I think some some people might remember that I have described myself as a prepubescent girl. That hasn't changed. Just more crying. Maybe I'm like right in the, the peak of puberty where it's just a lot of crying. That's me right now. Godwin. All arms, legs, and crying. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know there's no birds living in my bird's nest of a hair um which is still sad because you know that means no birds can love me that's fine that's fine but i still have my cool as fuck bear skin oh man <laughs> that definitely belongs to Honeyface cherubim he's gonna have to come back to collect that I already named her Betsy. He's starting a theater. He's going to need that. No. All right. Any other cool accoutrement that Godwin has? A golden recorder. Courtesy of my mother. The Swallow of the South. Which they only called her for one reason, because she made music as beautiful as a swallow. And that's the only reason that my mother has that name. That's not what I heard. Hey, I can you are you. a stranger to me. I can tell you stories otherwise. Look, I'm still mourning Rizzo. Can we not bring me back to the point where I was mourning about my mother the past, you know, previously mourning period of my life? I can't have two mourning periods at once. You gotta have an afternoon and an evening. They're all booked for Rizzo right now, buddy. All right. And what does Ajax look like? Ajax is one. Brown hair, pretty average. Um, he carries a bow on his back. He's kind of awkward looking. Um, when people see him, they just automatically feel awkward, but not for no specific reason. There's nothing too weird about him, but just the general aura is kind of off-putting. Oh, he's from the Uncanny Valley. <laughs> yeah. He kind of exists in that place. The armpit of the South. And so, yes, you three are now face-to-face. You've got your medium-muscled man looking at you. With his 12-foot Yeah, with sword. his 12-foot dire lance. You're poking maybe we me, should buddy. Just, maybe we should, like, shorten that. Dire lance is kind of long. If we, can we just call it D? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he called his D Phil. Yeah. I don't know if we should pick this guy. No, no, trust me. I'm good. So, what do you guys need? We're just going on a journey. Um, We're not going to go look at anything cool or anything like that. No, no not at all. <laughs> so the nature of our trip is that we are actually treasure hunting. And if you help us and you go with us, we can give you a share of whatever we find. We can't guarantee that we're going to find a lot, but we can give you a 20% share of what we find. 20%? We have the information. He doesn't have that. 15 Ooh, I don't like this. It's marking down. Yeah, well, I don't like you talking about my mother the way that you did, you stranger. Hear lots of rumors in a mercenary corps. She was a beautiful woman with a beautiful smile. Fifteen percent. All I ever heard is that she moved crowds to tears. (laughs) I'm giving this place a two out of five stars on Yelp. (laughs) 
I was trying to be supportive. I, I meant with her music. <laughs> One out of five stars. That wasn't so... You're reading something into this that's not there. Dare I give zero? Dare I? That's not even a function that Yelp has to offer. That means you just haven't decided on your star rating yet. Zero it is. Good, that means that you won't give us a shitty rating. Thank you. Okay, maybe one. Maybe one. Great. Craig, you try to be a nice guy one time, and he steps away from the porch and walks into the building. One star. Right, so are you in for 15%? 20. 15. 20. 5. 15. 30. That's a weird way to pronounce 15. I don't think your haggling's working, buddy. Sorry, I left my tea. <laughs> you can go back inside, buddy. Tink, tink, tink. That's what I'm doing. One star. Half a star. Half a star. I <laughs> stepped back into the building. 15%. You need me. 20%. 17 it's bad business to give someone an offer and then immediately tone down the offer. Well, our Yelp reviews aren't that great either. We're not really necessarily known for good business. We've got nothing to lose. Then how about we help each other and I can give you guys a good Yelp review for 20%. Five stars. It has to be five stars. Oh, okay then. Okay. Deal. Ajax, you're my manager. Yep, sounds like a deal to me. Alrighty, let's shake on it. Wait, you guys didn't spit into your hands first. <laughs> uh, I don't <laughs> do that. <laughs> no. Put Get her in away there. From me. Put her in there. I think Get that your hand away from me. Godwin's so dehydrated from all the crying, it takes a while <laughs> to conjure up the necessary spit. <laughs> I wow. got a triple. Uh, you're disgusting. Please, please, we already shook. I will shake my own hand. Like always. Oh. It's good. I'm good. I'm all right. You're wasting your time. You just stop crying on store premises. Guild, group, I don't know. We're a loose conglomeration of associated mercenaries who have to pay a premium to our overseeing organization for any and all work we undertake. But you're, you're sitting on our, our property and you're crying a lot. You're driving away the business. All right, let's go back to our office and discuss this trip and plan it a little bit more. I miss that pine cone. I need to go back already. Is, is he okay? Never. Okay. <laughs> Smash cut to the office. Jim Halpert is working. <laughs> I love how smash cut is such a dramatic word. Smash cut the office. <laughs> Michael Scott continues to be an incompetent supervisor. Uh, and Dwight Schrute is a real stickler. Um, no, but you guys are back at the office. Your cramped little office with your little log seats. The pine cones on the table, shrine and all. Shrine and all. Shrine and all. I'm just not gonna ask about that. You don't deserve to know. Y'all are weird. That's all, Godwin. Just don't worry about him. I understand. I miss her every day. Every day. <laughs> well, so what are we doing, and how much money are we getting? So. We recently got information from a former employer's husband of ours. Um, some guy. And he found he found an archaeological site with some promise. Um, he doesn't have the resources slash permission to go back there, um, but he gave that information to us because he knew we needed some money. So our goal is just to go and find out what's there, see if it's worth anything, and sell it. Fair enough. So, uh, where is this place? We got a map. You can't see it! I understand. I understand. Wow, this guy's really complacent. He actually might be okay. I could kind of see that when we first met him, that he wasn't gonna 
raise any fuss? Do you want me to raise fuss? Are you going to raise fuss? You're too medium muscle to raise fuss. Do you want to talk to Phil? No. I'm good. Trust me. You don't want to talk to Phil. From what I've seen, Dr. Phil can do some great work for, for couples therapy. I don't know. I, thought, I, I think I'd want to talk to Phil. This is Mr. Phil. Oh, no. He's not very nice. But don't worry. I can protect you from Mr. Phil. You just have to not be an asshat. I think I can do that. Can't speak for Godwin, but I can do definitely do that. I'm watching you. I'm watching you too, buddy. Okay. There's a nice animosity in the air. So, are we gonna make some money, or are we gonna sit around twiddling our thumbs all day? Yeah, the journey's gonna take a couple days, so meet us back here in the morning after you pack all your stuff. Alright. Okay, so, it sounds like that was a pretty strong dismissal of flowing Delta from the room. (laughs) That guy makes me uncomfortable. He's not here to make you feel comfortable. He's here to protect us. I miss Rizzo. <laughs> I'm taking the pine cone with us. No. Yes. You can't do that. I have to. What if it gets hurt? I will not let that happen. Hey, Jax. Fine, the pine cone can come. That's good. That's very good. Let it be known that in the middle of the night, there could be some gentle sobs and whispers and murmurs of, it'll be okay, between Godwin and the Pinecone in the back office. The sun is rising and reflecting off of the window in the office as we pan to flowing Delta, stepping in. All right, guys, I'm ready to go. All right. So, Godwin, y'all ready to take off? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Got the pine cone safely wound and, you know, solid box of bubble wrap. I think we'll be okay. All right. Let's get on our way then. All right. So, what mode of transportation are you guys going to use to get there so i'll say right now there are two ways that exist really for people to leave the city there are there's kind of a docks district uh around where you found tremulous newman where there's a number of warehouses and docking stations where there is a sort of contraption that is basically a a pit which opens up like a covered pit which opens up to a boat which is then gently dropped into the river. And then there is a gondola system that will basically shuttle people from one end of the city down to the shore of the river at kind of a station on either side. Um, I think we all walk over to the docks district. Okay. When we all get in a little boat, we have to drop into the river. All right, I'll defer to you guys, because I don't know where this place is. Okay. Can I sit on your shoulders, Ajax? No. Why not? Because I told you, last week was the last time I'm going to let that happen. Can't you see I'm still sad? So, you guys have to actually charter a boat, because you definitely don't have enough money to rent one. And one of you knows the proprietor of the boat that you guys are going to charter. Who is it, and why do you know them? Oh, that's... Oh. Probably me, because I'm a mercenary, and I have to travel in and out of the city a lot. Okay, but you have a personal, some personal stakes in this relationship. What are those personal stakes? I, I, yeah, he's a loan shark, and I owe him money, because I gamble a lot. Why would we borrow a guy, a boat from a guy that you owe money? Only free boat. <laughs> Because, do you guys have money to pay for a boat? No. I was going to go ask the boat owner that, you know, 
hung yeah. around with my mom a lot back in the 80s. But... All right, then. Just let me strike up a deal with him, and we can get going. Okay. Well, well, well. Look who we have here. Good old Delts. Yep. Yeah, uh, see, I need a favor. We need a boat. So he takes... Is a kind of short guy with dark hair, a lot of rings on his fingers, and he takes his many ringed hand. It jingles as he draws it up and pulls it through his hair. Oh, you need a boat? You need a boat, do ya? Maybe that could be arranged? Uh, maybe some finances need to be set in order first? Yeah, I, I know. I know I owe you, but but the boat, I, I need it to go make some more money. It's it's for a job. See, I'm basically a bodyguard for these two guys, and we're about to go make money. And so I can I can pay you some of the money that that I owe you. Yeah, well, sounds a lot like the story you told me last time I had to ferry you out of this miserable town. I, I'll I'll give you give you five percent of of what I make on it. No, 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 no. I don't think you're understanding. I'm looking for something called collateral. What can you give me to ensure that I'll be uh, well taken care of if you shouldn't do good on your deal? I'll give you my mother's comb. Uh, you'll give me what? It's a it's a family heirloom. Uh, it's it's real pretty. I, I think it has a, a gem of some sort in it. It's probably worth a lot of money, but I don't know. Okay, you know why they call it a family heirloom? Because nobody else gives a shit. But it's got a gem in it. This is cubic zirconia. <laughs> shit. You fucking chump! <laughs> God damn it! Uh, uh, I, uh, I've got something you can have. Lay it on me. My mother's comb. Oh. Uh, her. that means just about as much to me as it did the same thing I heard from that other guy. No. Why is everyone's mom, why is everyone's mom leaving them combs? Look, look at this comb. And it just glistens like this. Summer day, rubies all over the thing. That's that, a thing's, that thing's got rubies the house down. It's also uh, the swallow of the South's comb, you know? Wow, really? Lucinda Corelli, masterful musician. Really, really technically proficient, but with a lot of pizzazz, a lot of energy, a lot of unique style. I saw her in concert once. It was a moving experience. Which one did you see? Oh, she played in town in, in Jaway, uh, what was it, 15 years ago? It was my first concert. It was a, an incredibly moving experience. Wow. Oh. She did a, uh, a sonata that, whew, blew me away. I'm <laughs> really touched. Yeah, no, she's my mom. <clears throat> it's really nice to find a human connection over some things in this town. I'm, yeah, I'll absolutely take this, uh, that, that's definitely good collateral. But you know, I mean... I think you can respect that it means a lot to me, so can you take care of it while we're away? Yeah, and I mean, I'll take the other comb, too. I, I'm i not going to lie. I maybe uh, overstated the negative qualities of that gemstone that's in there. You made me pull out this comb for nothing? Well, bada-bing, bada-boom, that's how you do it. You don't make it in this city without having some negotiation skills. He takes the two combs, swirls them around, and shoves them in his pockets like they're little pistols. <laughs> god damn, I hate you, but Ooh. god damn, you're cool. <laughs> Where to? This X. <laughs> yeah, so we then kind of have a screen transition to the boat docking on the shores of the river several miles up. And, uh, this is where she ends. I'm going to be staying here, waiting for you guys to come back. Hopefully you've got a lot of money. 
I'm not a lot of money, but a lot of goods that are going to be worth a lot of money because uh, I'd hate to never have to return these things to you. I would hate that too. Anyway, um, so the forests outside of Jawe are enormous redwood forests. They are very, very tall and imposing evergreen trees that seem to loom endlessly. In fact, not super deep into your trek into the woods, the sky is more or less blotted out. Um, and the entire forest is kind of kept in this state of perpetual dusk. Ajax, I'm really scared. Not this again. Can I sit on your shoulders? No. Here, guys, I, I brought a lantern. But I could step on a snake. Perfect. Can you, can you light that, please? Thank you. But awesome. I still don't trust my feet. If you step on a snake, you'll probably just kill it. <laughs> Man up. I can make my own decisions about my life choices. And I choose to be very, very afraid. Being afraid is not going to help you here. Yeah, but sitting on your shoulders might help, Ajax. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ajax! I'm serious. Godwin, stop. Just, we don't have that far to go. Please. Just keep walking. Please. Nope. No. Do it for the pine cone. I'm especially not doing it for the pine cone. <laughs> do it for Rizzo. Rizzo's gone. But do your memories of her still remain? Of course, but she left. She would have put me on her shoulders. But she left. She's not here. You just need to keep walking. I'm just gonna sit here to think about what you said. Godwin sits on a mossy log and several centipedes scuttle away from the spot at which he sits down. We need to keep moving. Yeah. I have the map. You think I don't already remember where it is? It's a pretty big golden pyramid. It's going to be pretty hard to miss. There are other things that Birch told me that he didn't tell you on how to get inside safely without setting off explosions. You need me there. Then walk. Nope. Here, I'll let you ride on my shoulders. I think I'll pass. Come on. He's a medium-muscled man. Why can't you Why can't you just ride him? I don't trust whatever's in that beard. But it's a beard. Who doesn't like beards? Several centipedes scuttle out of his beard. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Not again. Ajax, come on. I was saving these for later. (laughs) (laughs) Crunchy. (laughs) Ajax, come on. Godwin, you just need to stop. Can't stop, won't stop. You're making this journey so unbearable. I know you're going to do it anyway. Fine. So Godwin gleefully leaps upon Ajax's shoulders. <laughs> Jump six feet in the air, no pro playmo. He is a solar exalt. <laughs> are are you okay? That that looks kind of painful. Yeah, I'm used to it. Yeah, I give him little head massages. It's a nice compromise. No, it's not. You know you like it. I enjoy the head massages even less than I enjoy giving you rides. Dude, head massages feel so good. Especially when you're bald. He makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah, well, he's all we could afford. Okay. I'm just going to take a nap up here. Fine. So, Godwin falls asleep hard. How... Are you guys going to navigate your way to this location? It's probably going to take you guys about two days. So uh, give me a little bit of description of how you guys kind of make your way there. I I brought a compass with me. So I guess they just 
have the map and I'm guessing they have a general direction of where we need to go. As uh, as Godwin sleeps on Ajax's shoulders, uh, his the the map falls out from his bag. Spooky. So about two hours after the fact, it begins like. Godwin slowly, sleepily begins to wake up. Morning. All right, guys, we should uh, check check our direction again. So make sure we're going the right way. Yeah, Godwin, can you get out the map? Oh yeah, of course. It's right. It's right. It was right here. Did you not bring it? No, I brought it, I swear. Did you leave it in the boat? No. Then where is it? I don't know. It was right here. It was right here. This is what happens when you fall asleep. Do you guys seriously not have the map? It was right here. Do you remember what the map was like? It had a bunch of squigglies on it. I mean, we're generally going in a... North northwest direction. Oh, okay. I I will trust your judgment on that. Should we just keep moving, or yeah, I do you think wanna? Yeah. That's the smartest thing right now. If anybody follows us because of that map, well, you can take care of them, right? Because that's your job. Yeah, yeah, I can I can do that. Okay, so whoever has the best wits plus survival pool is now going to need to make a difficulty three. Check to ensure that you guys navigate these dense, dark forests without getting lost. I only have three. I have four. I have four. <laughs> Remember, you can stunt for more dice. Give a cool description. Well, I can come up with a cool description, but I think the I, mercenary... I can come up with a cool description. Damn, he sounds so cool. Alright, so... He's already hit puberty. <laughs> uh, using my uh, uh, using a survival knife I brought with me, I scale a redwood to check for the direction of, or to look at the surrounding area and give a general idea of which way we're going. Excellent. So that will add two dice to your pool, Sweet. bringing you up to six. Three. Three. All right, so that is three successes. So you guys manage to get your way to where you guys are going to break camp for the first night. So the campfire burns around you guys. Uh, it was actually relatively hard to collect all of the necessary firewood because it's dark and actually retcon. No, it was pretty easy to find the necessary firewood because you guys are in the middle of a fucking drought. <laughs> uh, right, ever since Rizzo left, there's been no water except the water from my eyes. Stop crying on the firewood. I'm crying on your head. <laughs> You're already you're already off though. Oh. I've just had my eyes shut and blinded with tears since, you know, the past hour and a half, so sometimes we, we've I don't know. Setting up camp. Oh. Sorry, I've been mourning. The the campfire illuminates kind of a circle in which you guys are have set yourselves up. Uh the light kinda licks up the surface of a couple of these trees, but you still can't even see the top. The tops of them. You can hear a lot of the forest nightlife kind of laughing it up. There's a lot of wolf howls and various bugs kind of chirping and clicking around. A number of owls. Tawny, barn, otherwise. Snowy? Uh, eh, actually, you guys are far enough north that you probably do have snowy owls. <gasps> All right, guys. Who's on first watch? Uh, That would be you. Fair enough. 
Exalted, where everyone just takes a prize anticipation method and you never have to worry about taking watches ever again. <laughs> um, all right, yeah, but I guess you're on Actually, first watch. You might have SAM. I think you have SAM. Asthma? Oh, uh, yeah. He has asthma. So when he goes to sleep, he just starts knocking. He grabs a big old pile of papers and just starts running his fingers along them. Oh, baby. Yeah. Oh, do it like that. Doing the tingles. Cool. So, because Ajax has surprise anticipation method, you guys don't realistically actually need to set a watch. Oh, awesome idea. It basically wakes him up as soon as danger presents itself. Oh. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. If a threat arises when a sleeper unconscious, you wake, allowing you to defend yourself. Oh, that's me. That's that's actually really nice. So I'll just wake you guys up if anything happens. It's a basic level awareness charm. Guys, I, I would like to play a song around the campfire. That's all right. Do, 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 do. <laughs> that just sounds like owl calls. <laughs> <laughs> that That's a song I wrote for Rizzo. Simply stunning. I got it from my mother. So, what did you guys do for food? We packed We some. ate him. I brought rations. <laughs> what? <laughs> we <laughs> ate who? Flowing deltoids. <laughs> deltoids? <laughs> yeah, rippling deltoids. <laughs> I'm sorry, did I say we ate him? I mean, we ate his rations. Yeah. Then we are going to cut to the next day as you guys are coming upon the area where this pyramid is supposed to be. Uh, I would like some perception Bye. plus awareness checks as you guys get close. Um, I will do that since I have 10. Well, should we all yep. do it? Or can we all do it? Uh, yes. And you guys are looking at a difficulty of two. Do we all roll together? No, you all roll separately. So, Lenny rolled a botch. That was no successes and a one came up on that roll. Uh, so, Godwin, how does Godwin spectacularly bungle this? Godwin has been crying nonstop, and so he can't see through his crusty eyeballs. <laughs> Okay. All right, so I have... I got three. Yeah, so Flowing Delta got three successes. And Ajax, what's Ajax gonna do? Um, I'm going to cast Keen Sight Technique. So go ahead and mark those motes off. And that's yeah. the one that gives you insanely high sensory acuity, right? Yeah. It... I can complete difficulty two or three sight-based checks without a roll. Excellent. So you don't need to even make a roll. Flowing Delta and Ajax both notice a couple of interesting foot patterns. Like, there are some tracks in the area that indicate that there has been some foot traffic, which would run counter to what Birch believes to be the case about how much, like, about how secret the location is. Ajax is actually pretty quickly able to put together that you're looking at probably 50-plus people that have been moving through here in recent times. And as Ajax and Delta are putting this together, you can begin to hear distant overlapping chatter. I can't hear it. I'm sure that they can point it out to you, but Godwin is a mess. <laughs> Always. Do you know if they're friendly? I can't quite tell. Um... Well, who do you know who else would be here? No idea. I don't know why they know about this location. Birch just told us, as far as we know. Unless he somehow told Seven Symphonious Chords when he found that idol. I have no idea what you're talking about. But Seven Symphonious Chords is a dude. Is he a friend or Do you know no, that guy no. that, that came in? Oh wait, no. You weren't there. That guy that we talked about that gave us the map, Seven Simonius Courts kicked him in the face. Uh, okay. So, so no. He's not a nice guy. No. Oh, no. I was going to say, as far as Flowing Delta is concerned, that might just be 
<laughs> a sign of friendly affection. As far as I'm concerned, his name is Rippling Deltoids now. <laughs> you want me to see if I can recognize any of my buddies from the Mercenary Corps? And that that might see not be such I... a bad idea. You, right, go, I can, you go ahead of us. I can, I can see if I recognize anyone. Try to blend in with the crowd. If they are, I'll... I guess if they find me out, I'll just yell and, I guess, book it. Hey, Jax, I'm scared. You have no reason to be scared. I need a hug. Hug your pine cone. The pine cone isn't warm and soft. It's just cold and stationary and a placeholder. Hasn't been stopping you so far. I know. I know. A quickie. A little quick hug. Thank you so much for listening to Swallows of the South. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to us, rate us, and review us on iTunes. Every review really helps get the show more out there to new listeners. If you want to find us on the web, you can find us at swallowsofthesouth.com, on Twitter at swallowsofsouth, on Tumblr at swallowsofthesouth.tumblr.com, and on Google Plus at swallowsofthesouth. If you have any questions you would like answered, or would like to speak to Quinn via email, please send your messages to swallowsofthesouth at gmail.com. If you're in the San Diego area, or will be on the 26th and 27th of February, I would highly recommend going to the second annual Quetzal Improv Festival at San Diego State University. Lenny and myself will be there performing with a number of other wonderful improvisers from the San Diego area and beyond. Shows begin at 6pm on both nights. Our intro music is new by Elvis Herod, and I hope to see you next Tuesday.